We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right. <laughs> Merry oh, Christmas one. to you. Merry Christmas. You're singing that to, to the happy bird design. And now we're sued, by the way. Oh, by whom? Chris? Whoever Kringle? owns birthday song. That's like a issue. Wasn't it Michael Jackson at one point? Oh yeah, he's gonna sue us real hard. Um also for defamation for all the things you've said about, you know, calling him a sadistic child rapist. And- I said First of all, I use the word allegedly, <laughs> which is basically a get out of jail free card in the world of law. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Welcome back to an all new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me, John Baker. And me, Jonathan Motney. That was dramatic. Well, we're in the we are in the business of entertainment and drama. Wow. That's clever. So. I guess I do need to apologize for years after that. <laughs> yeah. I moved the microphone away about four centimeters and was like, that's enough. And then screamed as loud as you ever have. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. Uh, we had, we're back. We had a week off. Mm-hmm. I was, I was you were, were living out your childhood fantasies by being one of those weird adult couples that go to Disney World. Oh, absolutely. It was magical. I bet. It was beautiful. Mm hmm. It was Christmassy. You get all the fun of experiencing wonders mm-hmm. for children. Correct. And on top mm-hmm. of that, you also get to see the bill. Yeah, that that's the unfortunate part. Which is the... It's uh, a, seeing behind of, the magic there is, <laughs> is a little rough. Is it? But also, you don't have a fucking dumb kid holding you back. There's no okay. rides that they're too short for or that they're scared of. Mm-hmm. They you know, don't get tired by lunchtime and you have to leave. Ooh. Uh, they don't need a nap. You don't waste time like waiting in line to see Alice in Wonderland or whatever and take a picture with her. Mm-hmm. You're getting back on the line ride. Is that ride a, lines? Is that a hot is that is that is a, she hot, Alice? Yeah. No, I mean is that like a, one of the more uh popular ones to go see? I was just naming one. Okay, one. I was gonna say I, I imagine that's not Cinderella cool anymore. Should I say Cinderella? Uh I don't know. They haven't made. They like, like Cinderella. Okay, Ariel. Because there hasn't been a remake Elsa. of these, so kids don't know. Yes, Elsa. I see. Elsa. There was a remake of Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland live action. Do kids give a shit about live know. action though? I don't know. But anyway, Elsa. Okay. Hey kids, Blink. leave us a message. <laughs> right <laughs> in the comments. Hey below. kids, slide into our DMs. <laughs> Let us know. Do you like live action? But yeah, no, we went. Because I'll give you some live action. We were there for for four days at Walt Disney World. Is it, enough, is it enough days? I feel like that's not enough days. If you have kids, no. Okay. If you're us, uh, we so there's four parks. Mm-hmm. So we went to one park per day. Okay. And we kind of uh, committed to going on every single ride in every single park. You have a, a mustache hair that has 100% flipped up and is messing with your... Are you getting tickles on yes, your nose? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you. Let me see. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's good. Yeah, I was getting tickles on my nose. Thank you. Um, yeah, so because we went to like the smaller parks the first three days because Magic Kingdom is the the biggest park. Okay. And so it wasn't 
that difficult to go on every ride in all of those parks. So it kind of just like happened by we're looking for things to do. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, we're kind of like three quarter committed to going on every single ride now. Yeah. Now we've got to go on every single ride at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> what a weird logic. Yeah. And so like the day before we were at Animal Kingdom and there's like seven rides. And then we were at Magic Kingdom and there's like 24 rides. So that was hard. And some of the rides are like um, the Carousel of Progress, which is like an animatronic that was made for the um, 1952 World's Fair or something. Okay. In Chicago? Uh, in New York. I think. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking uh, of. I think it was the one where they built the spaceships for Men in Black. Uh, okay. <laughs> that they that they flew away in at the end. Got it. Um, and so it's like progress of technology and civilization, and so when it was built, it was like the 1900. Yeah. And it's like a family in their home, like, oh, we've got an indoor ice box now, and blah blah blah, whatever, yeah. things like that. And then it's like the 1920s, and it's like we've got electric lights now and like and then like the 1940s and blah, blah blah and then it was supposed to be like the present with the next one and i remember this was like in the late 50s or something when this before civil out. rights and yeah sure uh, <laughs> uh and so but the problem is what they've done is they've updated the present one to keep up with the times yeah but what that leads to happening is you go 1900, 1920, 1940, 2020. <laughs> and it's like there's a huge gap missed. Yeah. Just because they can't, they don't know how to like redo the ride. To, well, first of all, if they kept adding in more stuff, it's a 20 minute long thing in the first place. Okay. So it doesn't need to be any longer. Uh, and then it broke while we were in there. Because it's, it's like a, it's a circular stage, right? Okay. And so what they do to maximize efficiencies is like, the audience rotates after each scene. Okay. So, you know, you've got five audiences. The audience going is the carousel. One. Right, exactly. So you've got five <clears> audiences <throat> going at once to maximize the time of the, you know, 20 minute show, whatever. Got it. Um, and so it, it didn't rotate. And so we saw the, the same scene twice. Which scene? Uh, the Well, two of them. <laughs> the uh, first one, uh -oh. the 1900s and the 1940s. So we were in there for a half hour. What if they were, what if they do live updates and they were just having it, they were having <laughs> they're trouble. Update. They're like, all right, we need to get Alexa into this one. <laughs> Shit. Show them, show them 20s again. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so like that was like a huge sink of time for like a not exciting ride. And then like the uh, Hall of Presidents. Mm. Are you familiar with that one? Is Trump on it? He is. Yeah. Perfect. It's, uh, it's like, like a video kind of about the history of the presidency and then they have an animatronic of every single president and only a couple of them talk like mm -hmm. lincoln does the uh, gettysburg address and then whoever is the current president so like biden at the time does like the swearing in uh okay of you know so a whole bunch of stuttering of office, is the biden you, uh... one 40 minutes long of him <laughs> yeah. trying to get uh -huh. through <laughs> um and and so they're like interspliced or whatever. And then all the other animatronics, they're like, because they go through and they name every president. And like all the other presidents will like turn and look at that one when it's. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, you know, you kind of just learn about like Washington resigning after two terms and Lincoln giving the Gettysburg Address. And so it's just really basic facts. Roosevelt inventing radio and whatever. Okay. Or talking on it. Oh, know? okay. He was like. Um, the, he was kind of a, a pioneer on the radio. It's like, uh, 
What if Teddy the, or yeah, no, 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 uh, FDR. Teddy's the best. Well, I, well yeah, it, we, they talked would, about him too. I would love to just watch an entire uh, carousel pres, hall of presidents combo ride yeah. of just Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> just Teddy Roosevelt stuff. Uh, yeah, there was a good bit on Teddy Roosevelt, but uh, yeah, he was like FDR. He, you know, he did the fireside chats. That's what it was mm. on the radio. He was the first president to like, oh, because radio like... was pretty new. So he was like, connect, like having like weekly chats with the American people. That sounds so dangerous. Well, it would be like, well, I uh, guess people were more civil yeah. before and it wasn't just someone. Well, and it was like the like, Great Depression. The it was like, somebody like... please help us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this guy sounds like he's trying to help us. Um, like what if now it would be like if we had a YouTube influencer mm-hmm. president now. And they would go on YouTube and do live. Yeah, like if like Biden like put out a YouTube video today, there was like, what's up, guys? It's your main man, POTUS here. Uh, We're coming at you live from the Oval Office today. First of all, before we get started, smash that like button, hit that subscribe notification bell. Make sure you do the bell, because if you don't do the bell, you're not going to see my next videos. All right. So listen, we were just over in the situation room over there. We're talking about Russia. We're talking about Ukraine. All right, Russia. Oh, they're going to invade Ukraine. I don't know. What do you guys think? What should we do? If we should bomb them, put it in the comments, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think that's what the presidency is about to be like. Oh, man. I would, would you comment bomb? <laughs> I, I've got to look a little more into the situation before. I you know what would be fun about that is that in those serious uh, uh, rooms that they have to go in and, and debrief and do meetings, they right. would have to talk about how many bomb comments they got. Whether they use it in their decision <laughs> or not, that would be a point of information. Of yeah. like 70% of our watchers think we should bomb them. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should... That's not a good idea. And, and the president's like, hey, guys, sorry, we can't use your uh, suggestion of bombs. Uh, also, don't do that again, because all of you are now being watched. I have to tell you. But then he loses a bunch of subscribers and they're like, oh, fuck, maybe Ooh, we should have bombed. Yeah. bombed. Their subscriber so wait, count's so the, going way down. We're getting so way less interaction. subscriber count is the main reason. Oh, the yeah. Main <laughs> subscriber count is the number one. Like, you know, there used to be approval ratings. Uh-huh. Now it's subscriber count. Got it. Whoever's got the most subscribers on YouTube is going to be the best president. So PewDiePie <laughs> for the I, next 40 I, years. And I've been saying that for eight years now. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm back. Disney World was fun. Mm. It was very Christmassy. That was fun. We did Christmas Dude, stuff. Santa was there. I saw Santa. Dude, speaking about Christmassy <clears throat> and parks. Yes. Jonda and I have made it a tra- Well, it'll be our second year in a row. So uh-huh. it's now starting a tradition. Right. Only time I will ever go to Six Flags in Arlington, Texas, holiday in the park oh, yeah? on the 23rd. Do they, are the rides open and stuff? Everything is open okay. except for, you know, the four that are always broken or right. like the water, the water rapids probably. Probably not open. That was closed at Animal Kingdom also. Okay. Cause it's just too cold. Yeah. Um, and it's great because if you can go on a day and now in Texas, you have, 40% of your chance it's going to be 70 right. outside, but you go. Not today. It is at night, so it is a little cold, but you bring a jacket, gloves, beanie. All the rides are open. You ride them. And those are all required. Christmassy. <laughs> the beanie is. You can't get in without a beanie. <laughs> okay. Christmas is in full swing, uh-huh. which I am a huge fan. I don't, you can't see it on here. You can see a little bit of it. You can? Yeah. So I have done all of my Christmas shopping, and I have wrapped every single present so far. And your laptop. And my laptop, which... Check this out. It is perfect size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up uh-huh. at the top. 
Um, so anyway, I'm a huge fan of Christmas. And I wasn't before because I used to deal with depression. So Christmas right. was the worst. And now you're cured. And I'm cured. And Christmas cured me. Christmas cured you. Yeah. I did. I wasn't fully taking in the beauty of Christmas. And so now what I do is my doctor prescribed, I have to go and stand in front of the largest Christmas tree in the state uh-huh. and just stare at it. Four right. hours, four hours a day, seven days a week. Tune in tonight on the Hallmark Channel for a new original movie, Cured by Christmas, <laughs> presented by Valium. <laughs> the whole time they talk about how awesome Valium is. It's just an hour and a half commercial for Valium. <clears throat> oh, man. All right. I guess we'll talk about a game show. Sure. <laughs> it's so fun. Can we be honest with our audience? Yeah. There's not a lot to talk about this game show. Okay, I, my notes aren't too long. That's fine. Um, there and I watched multiple episodes, and, and there's I, not much <clears throat> to talk about. I've got there. I've got some interesting behind the scenes stuff though. Okay, I've well, uncovered, and that's the beauty. Thank God you. Bring I went research. to the library. I found some of the archives. Did you do some fish? Did you do the microfish? Microfish? Yeah. Isn't that oh, microfilm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to use a small fish to read the <laughs> to film. Read the it's like a magnifying glass. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess we've got a sponsor before we do that. Why do you say you guess? We have a sponsor every show. I find I go, I work my ass off to find us sponsors every and single guess, show. And I guess we do. Wow, cool. I don't know. One day maybe we won't. And I'll guess that we don't. <laughs> I guess we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> I guess we don't have sponsor. Um, so I should get right into it. But we do. So relationships can be hard. According to research from Johns Hopkins... Johns Hopkins, ninety percent of the, what's with the double plural there? I think it's someone's name. Johns. Somebody's name is Johns. It was the first medical facility in the U.S. They can name it whatever the fuck. <clears> but they was want. it two? Like, was there somebody named like Jeff Johns and Ted Hopkins? Mm. Is that uh, Johns is still a weird last name? But that makes more it's sense. More than first of a last name. name than a first name. Yeah, yeah agreed. Me, but I don't know. Anyway. Hey, kids, DM us in the comments. Uh, bomb or not bomb? Uh, 90%, according to Johns Hopkins, uh-huh. 90% of divorces occur due to relationship burnout or partner boredom. Our sponsor today, Out With The Old, In With The New, has one goal in mind. To keep divorce rates down with their patented partner swap system. After you sign up online, they'll send you a <clears throat> box right to your doorstep. From there, place your partner in the box, seal tightly, and ship them to their new spouse. You'll receive your replacement spouse and get a much-needed breath of fresh air. Keep them for the initial two weeks or renew your swap online and keep sucking in that breath of fresh air. We'll ship your original spouse to our holding facility in Delaware, where they'll hang out until you're ready to get them back. Sound weird? Well, at the holding facility, they'll have a basketball court, arts and crafts room, two meals a day, orgy room, and movie watching room. It's basically an adults-only resort. Our listeners will receive a two-week trial when you use the code COMEONGOAWAY at checkout. O-W-T-O-I-W-T and W-T-F are you waiting for? A lot of our sponsors like um, initialisms. Right. I've noticed. And they're not always easy to say. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're often just harder to say than, yeah. especially when every single word in the original name is one syllable long. <laughs> Out with the old and with the new. Yeah. It's a little harder to just say the uh, the letters there. Like W is a lot longer to say. W. Than w. Is that three syllables? W. Yeah. Wow. With is one. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Go trade your wife for a hot new model for two weeks. At least. At least. Because that's yeah. the minimum amount. You can, you can keep, and then you can keep sucking in 
the air, the air. of the new one. Right. Like your farts smell better. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have been married if you go into this program because the farts of your spouse smell bad. You don't understand the sacrifice it takes to be married. You got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You just got to compromise. Deal with it. Suck it up. Suck up that sweet fart smell. Today, we're going to be talking about tic-tac-doe. Mm. Not tic-tac-toe, not tick-tock. No, not tic-tacs. But tic-tac-doe, which is a game show that uh, premiered in 1956. Before civil rights. Oh, before, uh, I think the same year as... No, when was the Civil Rights Act? 64? 65? Something like that. Um, Nobody knows. Do you know that's what BC means? The before civil civil rights. rights? Okay. They just cut off the R. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. We didn't get this far in the Carousel of Progress. (laughs) (laughs) It was confusing for me. 64. Okay. And Which one of us says 64? I think you did. Uh, Baker doesn't. Baker hates, I'll pull a Kanye right now. Baker hates black people. Yeah. Um, So this was a Barry and Enright production. Have we done them them before? We have done them before. Because they... Look, there were two guys. There were four guys, two teams that did everything before. So this was a Barry and Enright, not a good sentence, Hodman. Barry and Enright, we did on our very first episode ever. 64 episodes ago. The best episode. 21. Scandalous. Uh, Scandalous. And don't worry, that scandal isn't involved in this at all. Dun, dun, dun. Almost licked your microphone. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to see how it tasted. But uh, yeah, it premiered uh, 1956, went off the air in 1959, uh, until it's more popular, at least to, uh, you know, uh, reruns and People Alive Today version, uh, aired from 1978 to 86. Okay. And then there was a brief 1990 revival for uh, you know, a couple months and uh didn't didn't catch lightning in a bottle. Did you do you know how many was this a typical game show in the 50s where they had 7,000 episodes? Uh yeah, I mean it was frequent. They and in every version of this show they had the um you know, defending champion returning every day. So, uh, you know, you can get invested in things like that. I'm going to quickly name you the hosts of this show. Okay. Like I said, there was a 56 to 59 run, a 78 to 86 run, and then 1990. Okay. And I'll say true or false. These are fake and real names. <laughs> this is just a oh, fact. These are, these are okay, all facts. Sure. Jack Barry. We've heard of, heard him. of him before, for sure. He did 21 and other stuff. <clears throat> Gene Rayburn. Heard of We've him. Heard of him. He did, um, what's my line? No, maybe he's done several. Okay. Uh, and keep in mind, folks, we are game show experts. (laughs) That's why you come to listen to us. And he's done a few. We've talked about him before. Uh, so then I'm going to name people that we haven't talked about. Jay Jackson, Wynn Elliott, Bill Wendell, Wink Martindale. Great name. Jim Caldwell who uh, has most recently been the head coach of the Detroit Lions, as far as I can tell, and Patrick Wayne. That sounds like a that sounds like a hockey player. Yes, it kind of does. So Wink Martindale is the one that uh, was the host for the majority of the 78 to 86 revival. Uh, he's a guy who uh, I have heard of. He's still like alive. He's still involved in 
game shows. He's kind of, he's kind of one of the iconic game show people. He like um, hosts shows and retrospectives on game show culture and things like that. Okay. Uh, to this day, and he's got a name that he could only be a game show host. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was going to say, if we had a game show, uh-huh. I would not look at headshots. Right. I would not look at Wink Martindale resumes. A hundred percent, we're choosing the host by their name. Yes, Wink Martindale is obviously going to be the host of your game. Sure, show. let's be realistic here. So, <clears throat> Wink Martindale hosted the '78 uh, version, and I think he hosted for the majority of the time. Was replaced by Jim Caldwell uh, near the end of that run. But the way the game worked was pretty much consistent throughout the entire history of it. In the in the fact that it sucked. In the fact it was consistent, consistently sucky. It was tic-tac-toe. Correct. And this is not even the first game show that we've covered that was a tic-tac-toe-based game show. Because we've done Hollywood Squares, mm. which is a tic-tac-toe-based game show. Yep. But tic-tac-toe was first. It was the first tic-tac-toe-based game show. And there's something about a lot of game shows are kind of just little children's games Uh Turned into trivia games with money. Yeah. Like, well, they're called game shows. They've got to be goofy and gamey. They've got to be games, I guess, you know, when it gets down to it. So, I mean, like, we've had, obviously, tic-tac-toe games. We've had um, Scrabble was a game show. Yeah. It was just Scrabble and then a game show. There We talked about um, People Puzzler, which is crossword puzzle, the game show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a, there was a a, a game show <clears throat> on sci-fi right at the same time as um, a state of panic, which we covered. It was great. It was called Chase, and I think we mentioned that on that show because uh, the S was spelled with a dollar sign, mm-hmm. so I called it your dollar E. Yeah, and it was tag the game show. Right. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot of like very basic. I want I want to watch the Red Rover game show. To be honest with you, right? I would watch the dodgeball game show. I want to watch the smear the queer game show. Um, I want to watch the <laughs> tetherball game show. That would be good. Um, <clears throat> so and just whoever's taller wins every single time. <laughs> so this was basically. By just... the way, fuck that show. No, fuck that <laughs> game. game. Fuck that you were game. Short. Yes, but yeah, you can't. I mean. Yeah, fuck that game. I never won. And I'm as sorry. an adult, you don't play tetherball. And as an adult, I'm still not that tall. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to a elementary school on recess. Quick question. And I'm going to fucking crush Quick question. some dumbass short. When's the last time you even saw a tetherball at a playground? Here's what... Here's... Okay. Rewind. I'm going to go plant and okay. build a tetherball <laughs> at a school. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to show up and guess what? I'm not good with manual labor. So it's going to be at an angle. And so that's going to uh, another <laughs> gonna fun dynamic yeah. to the game. So height issues aside, this game was basically, it was just, you just watch two people play tic-tac-toe for half an hour. Um, and there's nothing fun about it because they get to see what they're choosing. There's no mystery. It's, uh, we have five different. We have what was nine. it? Eight, nine. We have eight different categories and a double bonus, which you can see and choose first off. And you're like, okay, well, what? And it gives you two spaces if you get it right. What a huge advantage! Okay, 
So let me explain what you're talking about. Because other people haven't seen this show. I guarantee you every single person listening has seen this show. Uh, I don't know. Here's what I do. When I listen to a podcast, I watch everything that they're talking about. Okay. I see. So that you can be in on all the jokes. Every single time. Yeah. Smart. I do that with uh, How Did This Get Made? I'll watch, make sure that I've seen the movie before I listen to the episode. Smart. I've never done that. And I imagine it enhances your listening. It definitely does. It definitely does. So it's two people going head to head Mm -hmm. in a game of tic-tac-toe, basically. Correct. Uh, There is a tic-tac-toe board up on the screen. There are nine spots, obviously. It's three by three. And under each of the nine spots is a category. And so you choose, uh, you know, which spot you want to go to. You're you're either playing the X's or the O's. Mm-hmm. And you choose which spot you want to go to. The defending champion is the X, obviously, because the X right. goes first. X marks a spot. You choose the category and you get a question from that category. And if you get it correct, you get the space. And uh, there's nothing special about it. It just <clears throat> throw an X up on the wall. And if you miss it, you don't. The other person's turn now. Right. Um... However, between each turn, the categories randomize, and it's the same nine categories, but they're in different spaces now. Whoever patented that noise is so rich. (laughs) Everybody uses that. It's the the go-to shuffling noise of Mm -hmm. game show boards. Yeah. So, the, uh, each, um, space that you correctly get Right. If you answer the question, mm-hmm. it adds $200 to the pot of money for whoever ends up winning the board. The center space obviously is the most coveted space because you've got, you know, the most, you gives yourself the most options for winning. Right. You've got six different ways you can win from, if you got the center space, two diagonals and across and mm-hmm. a, uh, I guess that's four. Well, it'll be one, two, three. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, so four. I'm better at math now. But you got four different ways you can win from there. Mm-hmm. So this one's more valuable. It's worth $300 if you get it right. And it's always a two-part question. Okay, yeah. So you've got to get both parts correct to win that space. But you add $300 to the pot when you do instead of the standard 200 Hot damn. Also, sometimes, not on every puzzle, but on some puzzles... There was a, a red space that uh, was a random category that's not up on the board. Ooh. Um, but if you got that, if you chose that one and got it correct, it rather than giving you $200 in the pot, it doubles the current size of the pot. Ooh, that's <clears> sexy. And you've also got to remember that each turn, it just shuffles around the same categories up on the board. So that double keeps moving around up there. Yeah. So you can double it. Then the next person's turn, they choose that. They double it. The pot can get big. Yeah. Big, big, big. Um, And so obviously the first person to complete a tic-tac-toe three in a row Mm -hmm. wins the game. The other person goes home to their wife. And cries. And cries. Was it only men that? No, there was women too. Okay. So you're saying everybody on the show that was playing against. I saw a nun. She didn't have a husband. Did she win? Uh, no. What? Because all the questions weren't about God and the Bible. <laughs> right. There were questions about secular things that she was unfamiliar <laughs> with. But um, if you win, 
in the 56 to 59 version, you won and now you play a new opponent. Uh, in the 70s, I feel like this was the era of when game shows got bonus games yeah. added to them. It feels like a lot of like the 50s and 60s game shows were just straightforward. That's the game on to the next one. This one, if you won the tic-tac-toe, you uh, you obviously advance and you get to play again. But before you play again against a new challenger, you get to go to the bonus game. Right. And the bonus game was called Beat the Dragon. Right. And why? It was called Beat the Dragon. And again, why? What's better to beat than a dragon? And how does that have anything to do with tic-tac-toe, the game? No, it has to do with tic-tac-doe. Right. What do dragons eat? Bill nuts. Dough. Nuts. Yes, exactly. Bill nuts. Wait, so that's how you've defeated a dragon? You just throw raw dough in there <laughs> you throw and it's a, like, whoa! You throw, you throw dough at it. Um, yeah, no idea what a, what a dragon has to do with anything, but you've got to beat it. It was the guy that made the boop, 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 boop in his contract. He was like, got to use my dragon. Yeah, I listen, I drew, I drew this sick dragon. <laughs> and so. uh, if you want to use that noise, which I know you do because everybody uses it, got to use the dragon. Use the dragon. So the way this round works were, uh, or was, there was a dragon. It was the same three by three board up there. Sure. There was a dragon in the center. Mm-hmm. There were the words tick and tack on right. two of the other ones. And then for the remaining six, there were dollar amounts from like one hundred to five hundred dollars. Yeah. So it was like a hundred, one hundred and fifty, two hundred fifty, three hundred fifty, four hundred fifty, and five hundred, or something like that. Right. And don't forget about the dragon and the dragon and the tick and the tack. Right. I know. I know you already said it. I'm just right. saying. Keep in mind that right. dragon's gonna come. There's back. a dragon. Yes, of course. So what happens is you see all those up on the board, and then we get a boop 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 boop. boop. And 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 people and you can tell people are vibing with it because <laughs> they're kinda, feeling it. Yeah, people are feeling it. They're looking to sample it to <laughs> to make their own club bangers. Yeah, and they're so these are all randomized into different spaces on the board. And now the board is uh, just numbers one through nine on there. That dragon has disappeared, and the dragon has disappeared. So what the goal is? There's a prize package mm-hmm. that is introduced as you know, it's a trip. Or living room, new living room, new living room set, or like a. There was one that I saw that was like um, a computerized package because computers are revolutionizing yeah. the world, and all these things are powered by computers. And like Whoa. one of the things was like a a camera. It's like with computer technology, take better photos than ever. Holy and shit! And then like a computerized home alarm system. And then finally it was like, oh, personal computer. Wow. And so, you know, you'd get this prize package or this vacation package or furniture package or what have you. Um, If you were able to either uncover the tick and tack Mm -hmm. or uncover dollar values that added up to equal or exceed $1,000. Okay. But wait a minute. I have a feeling if you find the dragon, okay, you're dead. It's over. You lose. Okay. So you just basically have to not find the dragon is the goal. You you have to find either yeah, a one in nine and then a and then a one, one in eight, eight and chance. then a one in seven and yeah. then a one in six. So the odds are kind of always in your favor to win. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, the, you either need to get a tick and attack or add up to a thousand, which is a minimum of three squares because 500 is the largest one. And question for you. Yeah. So the entire premise of the the regular game is mm -hmm. to get three in a row. Mm -hmm. And then in the bonus round, tick you and only tack. need tick and tack. Right, correct. And, and why? Because if you get tick and tack, you get the dough. Tick, tack, dough. Okay. So yeah, whether you win or lose that game, you come back to face a new challenger on the next game. And uh, you're probably wondering, if you're sitting at home listening to this, tic-tac-toe. I've played a lot of tic-tac-toe in my life. I've, dude, when it was in elementary school, it was the hottest thing around. Of course. And you might be thinking, wait a second. Every fucking game of tic-tac-toe ends in a tie. Well, a if it's two game. smart people, yeah, if you're exactly. playing a dumber person, yeah. you're usually winning. So aren't these games going to end in ties a lot? And the answer is, uh-huh, they are. So if the game ends in a tie, the pot stays where it is. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. And you start a new game. Fresh game. Wow. New categories. New board. And Same then, two people playing again. And then if that ties, you just do it again until somebody wins and the pot keeps escalating mm. uh, throughout that entire time period. But then, yeah, uh, eventually somebody's going to win, ideally. Uh, yeah. And they go to the Beat the Dragon game and then they come back and they face a new challenger in the next game. Great. And if you win five games in a row, mm. you get a car. What kind? Chevy Vega. A Buick. Ooh. That's, and that was before Buicks were cool with their marketing campaigns. They were just <laughs> before still. Tiger Woods was driving around in them. Yeah. Wait, is that what he got in a car wreck with? Um, I think, well, that, that was, was what his uh, wife beat beat him out of the car with. He wasn't a Buick. I think so. I would use that he was in a the marketing sponsor campaign. sponsor at the time, I know. Forever. <laughs> Elon Nordgren. And, she, and couldn't and, stop a Buick. And then she's the one that's like, it's unbelievable. Stop with stop hurting the environment. It's undespicable. Uh, Are you confusing her with Greta Thunberg? No, no, no. Greta Thunberg beat up Tiger Woods <laughs> okay. in a Buick. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, we mentioned Jack Barry and mm -hmm. Dan Enright earlier. Um, of course, involved in the infamous quiz show scandal Unbelievable. led by uh, 21 um, led by John Turturro in the movie quiz show mm -hmm. but Tic-Tac-Doe was another Barry and Enright production and you think well it's Tic-Tac-Toe this one's probably safe from any shenanigans Rick Rick record scratch. scratch yeah um, actually <laughs> There, there was some shenanigans going on there. Yeah, right. <clears throat> there were people cheating on Tic Tac Doe as well. How? Because the producers Ugh. would feed them the questions to all of the categories in advance, the people that they wanted to win. And that way, those people who they wanted to win the game would win the game. I bet they are sole motivation for that was just not to have cats games because they know how frequent cats <laughs> games are so what ended up happening here <clears throat> was there was a producer named howard felsher who was the producer of this show 
And there was this like hot little young thing that was going to be on the show. Some like, you know, hot 16 year old singer chick. Okay. And she was trying to, you know, break into the music industry. By going on a game show. So, I mean, it was the 50s. You get on TV, you get on TV. Okay. And so they were like, okay, well, here, well, Howard Felsher, you know, he's probably trying to get that 16 year old. Probably. So, and that was not a record scratch. <laughs> no. uh, something else was being scratched. The uh, So he was like, all right, so here's the categories. You, mm-hmm. you know, here's here's what the questions are. You went on the show. We'll let you, you know, perform oral sex. A song. Oh. <laughs> Well, you'll you'll get to do that too. But okay. You'll we'll let you perform a song on the show. Okay. And she was real dumb, and so she fucked it up and like forgot all this stuff. Oh. <laughs> and so she's she's still lost. Um, but um, so that was one of the things that began to come out where she was like, yeah, you know, they told me I could do my song and fed me the the answers, and I, oh I screwed it up gosh. or whatever. Um, and so then he, the, you know, there was a grand jury investigation into this whole game show fixing scandal. And so he went to like 30 contestants that were subpoenaed and all of the staff on the show. And he was like, you know, tell him it was legit. Like, tell, tell him it was, it, it was legit. And then like he went up the, to the grand jury and he was like, yeah, no, there's no cheating, whatever. Um, and, the, you know, then they found out that, uh, you know, he was lying and he told every single other one of those people to lie Just expressly. Keep your mouth shut. Um, Snitches get donuts. Right, exactly. And so he uh, got in a little bit of trouble hmm. for, for all that. And it was later estimated that in the 1956 to 59 version of Tic Tac Toe, approximately 75% of the games were fixed. <laughs> I imagine at this time, when game show cheating apparently was some sort of a national sport, <laughs> the grand jury was like, look, we don't condone this and we don't like it, but fuck, these are fun to jury because <laughs> everything else has been so boring up yeah. to this point. God, this is pretty cool. And we're talking about TV shows. Yeah. And we get famous people in our courts. Right? So, yeah, that uh, it, it was a victim of the cheating scandal before its uh, revival in... 1978. And I mean, that original, it didn't have the Beat the Dragon, so it's obviously not as good. It didn't have Beat the Dragon? No, not until the 78 version. Why would you take the most iconic part of the game and just not have it in there? <laughs> it's called Tic Tac Doe. How could you not have Beat the Dragon? It's like it's like <laughs> Cherry's Wild not having, uh, you know, being sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> Cherry's Wild brought to you by Dr. Pepper Cherry? Not going to work. fuck yourself. Not going to work. So, so yeah, in 78, it came back uh, after its two-decade hiatus of, uh, you know, game show jail. What was happened was the dragon was slumbering. Yes, the dragon was awoken in 1978, came back. Wink Martindale was the host, uh, as we mentioned, because he's got to be a game show host. You can't do anything else. There's no, there's no question about it. Um, and then there was a contestant in uh, 1980 on this show. Named Tom McKee. Tom with an H, by the way. T O M H. T H O M. Right. Tom. Like, like if your name was Thomas and you just took off the A S instead of like properly abbreviating yeah. it to T O M. Or like if you were married to Thumbelina, you would name yourself Thom. Yeah. Thom and Thumbelina. Thom and Thumbelina. <laughs> yeah, you would. So Tom McKee, he was like a Navy pilot. 
he was he was on the show and he was uh real good at tic-tac-toe apparently so he just had good general knowledge essentially and he just knew where those x's should go uh, and he got all the questions right all of them not all of them but you know the majority sure he was really successful at the show okay at uh at playing tic-tac-toe and you're probably wondering like okay but how successful could he be yeah what if i told you remember how i said if you win five episodes in a row you won a new car yeah what if i told you he won eight new cars <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> eight new cars and they're all the same <clears throat> i i'm not i think it was like four buicks and four chevys is what i at one point i'm like i can get a different color right <laughs> right i don't want four black buicks so he was on the show for 46 episodes in a row yes 46 consecutive episodes so at the time um the the show was airing on cbs and there was also a syndicated version CBS had a rule in their like standards and practices or whatever that a contestant could only win $25,000 on a game show. Okay. So once somebody, you know, won enough games to get to the $25,000 mark, they were retired. Tom was on the syndicated version of the show. The syndicated version was aired on many different networks across the country. Therefore, there was no limit Mm. on the prize that he could win. Loopholes. Which worked out real well for him. Because let me tell you, there was one match with a good old Thom against a guy named Pete Cooper. Okay. And they had a Cats game. And they had a Cats game. Mm. And they had a Cats game. Right, three in a row. Tic-tac-tac. And they had a Cats game. Okay, too many. So they got into their fifth game. And they had a game or two in there. Where the red square was up on the board and they were doubling up the pot and things like that. Yeah. To where, and keep in mind, there are nine squares. They're worth, eight of them are worth $200. One of them is worth $300. Right. So they're in the fifth game now and the pot is up to $36,800. crap. And this is in the middle of That's Tom's. Like five Buicks. <clears throat> exactly. At the time, for sure. Yeah. And so this is in the middle of Tom's winning streak. At this point, he's already won. $41,000. Holy shit. So he's won $41,000 over the course of like already, I don't know, 10 episodes at this point. Yeah. And he's now got the opportunity to win $36,800 additional dollars in one game. And Tom brought it home in game five against Pete. He did. He did. So Tom kept his streak going. He would eventually win... 44 consecutive games uh, or matches, I guess, because over those 44 uh, matches, there were a total of 100 games played because of the Cats games that he had to break. Okay. Um, And like I said, this all aired over 46 different episodes because, of course, they would air multiple uh, games per episode because you can get get through a game of TikTok pretty quick. Exactly. Yeah. he won eight cars. He his total cash and prizes were three hundred and twelve thousand oh dollars at the God. end of his run. Um, he won. Uh, I wanted. I think it was twelve vacation packages. Uh, eight cars and a few other prize packages that weren't uh, vacation packages. Okay. 
He ended up uh, losing in his 45th match. Yeah. He had took the eight cards. He gave one of them to his brother, who was like a missionary in Africa or something. Yeah, classic driving. So he needed, you know, he need, needed a car to get around yeah. Kenya or whatever. Um, and he took the other seven and sold them all so that he could get a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Because... Because fuck Buick. Fuck Buick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, and then he's had... So $200,000 of it was straight cash, homie. So... So it's got to be... What was that? Half a million dollars? <clears throat> In today's money? Um, so the 312 was just under a million dollars in today's money. Oh, my God. And, I mean, at that time, this was in 1980, the, I mean, $200,000 is like 10 years of a good salary yeah. at that point in time. So that worked out pretty well for old Tom, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to do that well on a game show. Well, you'd have to go on a particular game show because not all of them offer that many prizes. That's true. And uh, and I imagine the odds of winning 100 games in a row, 100 matches, is right. quite low. Well, he did. He tied half of them and then won sure. the other half. Okay. Um, but the $312,000 uh, prize winnings mm-hmm. was the record until Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And when, like no, people were right, nobody had ever won more than three hundred twelve thousand dollars on a game show until um, somebody won five hundred thousand dollars on Who Wants to Be so a Millionaire. So fifty years later, no twenty. Uh, wait, when was this one? 80, oh, so this was uh, okay. Yeah, this is the the Wink Martindale reboot. Got it. So, yeah, that I mean, still twenty years for that to stand. Yeah, is it's a long pretty time. long. There's a lot of inflation in that time period and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he was a real a real champ. The forty four wins in a row wasn't broken on a game show until Ken Jennings won like seventy five games in a wow. row on Jeopardy, and the one hundred games in a row played has still not been. There's broken. never going to be a game show like that, uh, especially yeah. because we've moved away from the. Champ, remaining champion. I guess Jeopardy, well, Jeopardy does, still it, does it, right? But, um, but that's about it. <laughs> I guess Jennings. You said seventy-five. Yeah. So it's po- definitely possible. It's possible, but Ken Jennings is like a once in a lifetime. I mean, yeah. we've had the in recent years we've had some real good Jeopardy champions, like uh, obviously James Holtzauer. Uh, he won the like most money per episode that he was on. Okay. But he only won like thirty something in a row. Um, there was a guy on earlier this year that he won 20 or 30 games in a row also. Uh, a girl we went to high school with played against him and got dominated mm-hmm. because Sucks. can't falter. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, 75 uh, for Ken Jennings is like super unprecedented. I think it's almost double what don't, like James Holtz. Don't, use, don't pretend like you use that word in your normal vocabulary. Unprecedented? After, you don't think after 2020. You don't think I use that? No. Oh, because 2020 was an unprecedented year. Did you ever use it before the pandemic? Uh, yeah, I would say I did. I don't think it was a word. They made up that, the you word. You think it was made up? It was because of the pandemic? <laughs> right. Kind of like how... Kind of like how they made up the pandemic? Look it up. Look it up. There are some videos. Look it up. They're not on YouTube anymore. Nope. Because they're trying to hide them from you. Right. Look it up. But there's some stuff out there. Do some research. All I'm saying. Do your own research. Send in 
Do your own microbiology. Don't go to Google because Google's in on it too. Go to DuckDuckGo. That's true. And do you ever use DuckDuckGo? I only use DuckDuckGo. Really? Yeah, I use it sometimes. It's fine. I mean, it's it it really puts into perspective how uh, Google biases the results towards what they think you want. True, but also Google does a great job of knowing where you are in the country. So they give you sure. results that are only relevant to your area. Yeah, Google does a great job of spying on uh, you. Yes, I know. I, it's, a, it's you know, a give and take situation. Right. DuckDuckGo <clears throat> doesn't know where you are, and you're like, no, I don't fucking care about this Missouri company. Why are you right. bringing this up? You're like tacos, and it just gives you the history of tacos. Right. When I just want a fucking taco in my belly right now. Yeah. Um, Tic Tac Taco. <laughs> Dude, how do we come come up with such good stuff? (laughs) Are we inventing a new game show right now? Tic Tac Taco. And here's what you do. You you do have to answer. (laughs) You're thinking face for some reason. Tic Tac Taco. And here's what you do. And you just went into like a very serious state of pensive creative mode right now. Uh Okay. So there's... We still have a Tic Tac Toe. Okay. You... Have to answer questions. Trivia is still within there. Okay, so so far it's exactly the same. Every correct answer, you get a taco. Okay. You can choose hard shell or soft shell. Obviously, soft shell. You get the answer right, you get your taco. Right. From there, the board is 15 feet away. You have to throw the taco at a square. Okay. Whatever square it hit, and it, it can only hit one square. So the majority of the taco sure. you throw, whatever square it hits, that is your square. <clears throat> is it like where it, where it smears like? The runny taco meat and the lettuce and salsa, I would say where a majority or? of your taco hits. Okay. So it could be your lettuce could fly off to the left for some reason and your meat could fly off to the right. There's more lettuce on the left one. Okay. You have to, that's your square. Uh, let me go ahead and pause my room real quick. Is that what that, that noise is? I was like, does your, does your wife know that we're like recording while she's drilling holes in the walls outside this room? <laughs> The room was loud. I, I didn't know, know that Roomba was so it's loud. It's worth it. Uh, I thought it was like, for some reason, I thought a Roomba was like a little sneaker. Like a quieter thing? Yeah. Like I thought it was no, like no, room, it's, it's Roombas are just like loud. hiding around the corners sucker. over there. Um, no, that's the Ninja Roomba. I need that. Yeah. I need a Ninja Roomba. We need um, to invent that. Okay. So you throw the tacos at the square. Right. And I, I'm tapped out. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm creatively tapped out. Right. That's great. And then at the end... Um, you win Taco Bell gift cards. That's the only thing you can win. Yeah. And they're only redeemable at one store in Wisconsin. <laughs> and it's $5. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I felt like I made it better and you were sort of kind of bringing it down. It's just to... like a, uh, you know, if you, when you have a bad experience and the manager gives you a little thing. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it expires in a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. You, you get those. That's all we were able to acquire. Sorry. Uh, we spent most of our funding on the taco shells. <laughs> so <laughs> We got gold covered taco shells because really it looks good on camera. They're really good. We wanted to make sure these were the most delicious tacos ever. Nobody eats them. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are throwing but these. But these are gourmet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's Tic Tac Dough, not Tic Tac Taco. Sure. Um, what did you What did you like and or dislike about Tic Tac Dough? I don't think we talked about it, but I like the auction square. That was definitely in the 50s version. I don't know if they brought oh, that Oh, yeah, yeah. That was only in the 50s version, I believe. I thought it was really cool because the auction square was something like, I believe the one they did was, there are eight spaces that you cannot purchase on the Monopoly board. Right. Can you name all, or can you name eight? Do you think you can name more than the other person? So then the first guy would go, I can name two. And the other guy would go, I can name three. And then the other guy gets to choose 
can he really name three or do you want to bid four? Right. So I, that this show was boring as fuck. This was the one. There were a few weird ones like that 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 were out there originally uh, that weren't just straight uh, answer the question. question, Here's an answer, but so I thought that was fun because it brought a little bit of suspense at least. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they brought some of that stuff back for the 1990 revival that didn't last very long. They tried to trick it up a little bit more, and I mean it was a good idea. Yeah. Uh, that was really the thing I liked. I didn't like the contestant introductions. This was another show that just had contestant introductions that you ask questions about what they do. I don't give a shit about what you do. <clears throat> You're a stranger to me. I just want to see you fail or succeed. See, what was nice about like the Tom McKee episodes is after a while, it'd be like, all right, here's our challenger. And they're blah, blah, blah. And we've got Tom. And, like, yeah, just you go. know Tom. Yeah. You know Tom. We don't have anything else to say to this dude. Um... I didn't like the host. I thought the host tried too hard in the Ooh. 50s version. Ooh. He was he was just trying so hard to get... And he would laugh at his own jokes when he knew they weren't good jokes. So then it immediately killed any response. <laughs> if there was going to be an audience response, it was dead now because he fake laughed at his own joke. It's a bummer. End of my notes. Oh, that's it? What did you like? Um, you know, I, I liked that uh, it's a concept that's easy to understand. You know, kind of talked deep about for those likes, but it's <laughs> we, true. I mean, it's we got to talk about you know children's game. Like everybody gets it. There's no like deep explanation needed for like. Right. You sit down. I've never heard of this game. I've nobody's ever uh, shown it to me before. I sit down in the middle of an episode, and 30 seconds in, I'm like, I get it. I understand what's right. When you here. think of when tic tac toe was introduced to you, you know there's three. Spaces that need to be mm-hmm. filled, you know there's an X and an O, and you know there's a dragon. And you don't ask questions about the last one, because that's just a part of tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Well, like, there's a lot of game shows that we've done that, like, at the start of the show, they have to go on a big explanation of what it is. And when we do an episode about it, I've got to spend 15 minutes talking about, like, here's how the game works, and here's all yeah. the minute details. And, oh, if you get the this thing, then it cancels out this thing. And here, it's like, there's questions, they shuffle, you... You choose a space, and if you get it right, you get it. Correct. And, and you got to get tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. So I like that aspect of the simplicity of it. <clears throat> I will say it felt like, aside from the like contemporary pop culture questions, it was fairly easy. Yes, I do like, agree. The only questions that I was like, I don't know, would be like, on this current sitcom, blah, 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 blah what character plays? And I'm like, I don't fucking know about the sitcom soap or whatever no uh but everything that was like a a knowledge or history question or something like that i was like oh that's pretty easy Mm -hmm. i know that like there weren't a lot of people missing questions yeah there was not a lot of missing which is why there were a lot of ties because if you play regular tic-tac-toe you should always tie and yeah if you're not missing questions, you're unless tie. unless you're playing a giant tic tac toe on a, a halftime of a basketball court. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that those video. people fuck it up all the time. That's hard though, because laying flat and you're like yeah. focused on making the shot. Uh-huh. Um, no, but like, and I guess I'm thinking more of Connect Four. But anything that's enlarged and at a bar makes it trickier. You, yeah, you actually get because you're becoming dumber with from the beer, right? And it's 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 harder to take in the whole board when it's right. big like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought it was average. I thought it was a little below average. Yeah, we heard. 
We we heard you fucking hate it. All right. I didn't say I fucking hate we it. It just sucks. <laughs> it just got. I wanted to kill myself watching. Remember that thing I said about my depression earlier? Yeah. It came back. This almost. <laughs> yeah. This almost. And I'm surrounded by fun Christmas presents. And I was watching this, and I still was like, I wonder what the barrel of a gun tastes like. Wow. Um. Tastes like sweet release. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you would describe it? That's my favorite uh, Skittles flavor. Sweet release. <laughs> Is that the one that's oh, the white mystery? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's sweet release. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Wait, we didn't do Make It Better's. <clears throat> oh, yeah. How would you make it better? I don't Sorry. even know if we need to. I think Tic Tac Taco is <clears throat> we plenty did, we of did a Make It Better. We did get Tic Tac Taco, but what else do you have? I see you have notes now. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think the contestants should see the categories. I think it should be a blind pick. A random. Square. You just you like one, two, three, four, five, seventy nine. Seven. Kind of like in the dragon beating yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. I you know, it's you shouldn't be able to pick the <clears throat> daily double right off the bat. Um and if they get tic tac toe in the original the first round, they should have to eat a dozen donuts in thirty seconds or they have to forfeit a square and they keep playing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um I had a thought on the on the double up square okay was what i kind of thought was interesting about it is the strategy going into like oh man that's not in a place where it strategically makes sense for me to play but i'd really like to double the money in here you know like yeah ah that's not going to help me win but it will help me get more money if i do win like I should just make sure to try and play this one for a draw and mm. get more money in the pot and try and win the next Interesting. one. You know? It's one of those things to me where I think that it adds a little extra layer because when I was watching it, I was like, oh, what the fuck? This pussy's not going for the double? And I was like, oh, I guess he's got to like set up a block over there or something. Yeah. You know? Um. So there's a challenge there. But anyway, yeah, I would give this a three buzzers. I'm going two. Two. So we're at, we're at an average of two and a half. Which is just right in, right halfway to five. So it's right in the middle? I'd say, yeah. I give it a 1.5. Whoa. All right, I give it a 3.5. Fuck. <laughs> I give it an eight. <laughs> you can't do that. What? I give it a dragon. <laughs> so good luck figuring out we, how much that's We worth. lose. <laughs> All right. This has been Come On Down the Game Show podcast. Check us out on social media. Just listen to the podcast or watch it on YouTube. Yeah. That's what, I'd say mostly what we care about. I'd say watch it. We're you think watch it. It's fun. Well, when you watch it, you see us sitting you see still. Us, yeah, you see our facial expressions. Um, you see us doing some hand stuff. There is some hand stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of hand movement. Yeah. Anyway, and if you're a kid, slide into our DMs and let <laughs> us know: bomb Ukraine or not. Oh no, Russia. We don't yeah. probably don't want to. We bomb probably Ukraine. want to be on Ukraine's side, I right? Guess. Yeah. All right. Or should we, we bomb Russia, <laughs> kids? It's in your hands.